0: Hello everyone, this is Deep Dive Podcast, a show where I, your host Abhishek Thakur, will be exploring this beautiful world of economics and will help you to learn a bit more about our economy and everything that relates to finance. The episode begins now. Recently, There was a lot of discussion about the debt ceiling and a fear that United States of America may default on its debt. But what is this debt ceiling? And who does the government exactly owe? Well, in this podcast, I will be answering such questions. So first thing is that what kind of debt does a government take? Well, to understand the debt, that a government takes is you must understand what exactly is a bond market now. Just like the stock market where company, where parts of companies are traded. Like you invest in a company, you give company your money, your money and it will turn profit out of it or it can turn loss out of it and you both have to face the consequences, whatever it will be. If company faces a loss, then obviously you, you will lose your money. If your company faces a profit, you will get the profit of the company. But what happens in the bond market is that it's a debt market. Now, what is a debt market? Debt market is like a a investor will buy a paper known as bond on which there will be a certain amount specified. Take it $1 million. So now a party it can be a government, it can be police department, it can be your local county, it can be anybody. okay. they will issue a bond stating that I need 1 million dollars for this is this reason and I will pay you back on a particular date with interest. So now that is what is known as the bond market. The interest sits around four to eight percent something so its it, and but it's a fixed interest. Thing so, when it's fixed by both the parties that uh, interest should be 5%, 8%, or whatever they may agree on, they cannot change it, nobody can change it. But in the stock market, you there is a high volatility that you may lose your money. Here, most probably, you will never lose your money unless the company goes or the government goes bankrupt, which is highly unlikely so bond market broadly describes a marketplace there where an investor will buy debt securities that are bought by either government and corporate that I have just explained to you now there are two types of markets in the bond market there are two types of go- markets first is the primary market where the new issue so somebody so suppose Microsoft wants some kind of debt some kind of debt it needs money urgently or something like that so it will issue some bonds in the bond market and then it will aggregate the money out of the lenders so this is the primary market the new share no the new issues now a secondary market is is where microsoft can assign a broker who will on their behalf will exchange the bonds, take money and charge a brokerage out of it. So this is as a whole what bond market is. But bonds can be of many types. I'll just touch on how many types of bonds are there. First are corporate bonds. Now these bonds are uh, used to raise money by companies such as microsoft tesla or whatever name it then there are government bonds or sovereign bonds that are issued by the government and government will pay you back your debt with some interest on the maturity date the end date so, so suppose today i lend the us government say And I say, and the bond says the maturity date is 2022. So in 2022, whichever month it may be, the government of United States will pay me back my entire amount with interest. And even within within the specified time from the issue till the maturity date, it will periodically start will keep on giving me the interest rate directly into my bank account so then there comes mortgage backed loans mbs it's called so it's like you mortgage your house real estate or whatever a collateral uh, for the bonds and just in case the person is not able to pay back the bond money the money that he promised to pay you back you can have his house or whatever just like a bank but it's but this happens in the in a very big market but mbs is very hard to find people usually don't do this so these are some kind of bonds on which we have talked about now let's talk about the debt ceiling of the united states what exactly is the debt ceiling so A debt ceiling is the maximum amount of money that United States can, or a country in general, can can borrow by issuance of bonds. What are bonds? I just explained to you right now. Now, there are only two countries which have this concept of debt ceiling. Those are Denmark and United States. Now, the now denmark has played it very safe they have set the debt ceiling so high that it is virtually impossible to reach that ceiling but when it comes to united states they keep on increasing the debt ceiling whenever they start touching the debt ceiling so why did why do why did united states take debt in the first place it's not new united states has been taking debt and it's not only with the united states every country takes debt every country will be taking debt now i will be now why will they take debt they will take debt to fund the infrastructure projects to fund the welfare projects to fund the public health care public education or whatever the the uh, whatever benefits you take from the government. Suppose your country has a free healthcare system. That is because you are paying the tax, but also your country may have taken some debt to pay it off. So now debt, so in 2020, every country may have taken debt to fund the vaccine production, vaccine pro- procurement, or giving out social social security, social benefits to people who lost their jobs and all. So currently so currently Japan has the highest debt in the developed world at over 250% of its GDP. That is, its debt is more than it's equal to 250 times more than what its GDP actually is. now why now why did the united states take debt we were talking so currently united states had taken debt to pay its social security as i said and all the benefits that the united states governments give you and on top of that last year vaccine procurement was the prime prime focus for all the governments which to do to do that they needed money now we would say wh- government actually prints money so yeah it it can print as much money as they want and they can literally pay them back or use that money however they want that's not true first of all the notes are usually printed by the governments on the government's behalf by the central banks now central banks usually avoid printing high amount of notes because it may give rise to inflation and when a crisis like covid had happened just recently it passed out and uh, now in this current scenario no country will ever allow their inflation to grow because People are still trying to find their job. Economy is trying to stabilize right now. So low interest rates are one way to go. Second thing that United States had taken loan was because the taxes that the citizens pay within a country may not be enough to fund everything. So the total amount of tax collected by the US government cannot fund everything that they do. So now they go to these private investors, local, your citizens or anywhere in the world, they go and sell these bonds saying that we will pay you back your money after this particular time. They give United States money based on the credit rating on which I will have a f- another discussion in the future. So stay tuned for that, but when they give United States money, they expect them to pay them back simple logic you give somebody money you wanted to you want them to pay you back because it's not something that you're giving it out for free so now united states had decided that it will not take debt more than 30 trillion dollars but in the last one year they are almost hitting that ceiling now what will happen if they hit that ceiling they will have to pay the lenders back And what if they cannot pay? They will default, which will cause their credit rating to fall. Credit rating as a in a very brief, it's like a grade that the credit bureaus give you to just to just show that how well you pay your debts. So currently United States has fallen from triple A plus to triple A. That's not a huge fall, but it's kind of a big fall when it comes to a country. It's credit rating has declined. So now people are very scared to give money to the government in the first place. So the worst case scenario is that United States can default on its loan, which will create economic havoc within the country that's nothing new if we default on a loan we know what are the consequences for defaulting on a loan so there can be economic havoc it has never happened before neither it will be happening as far as the experts know because government will obviously try to raise their debt ceiling so that they don't collapse on themselves now there are some pros and cons of debt ceiling now pros is that it kind of it kind of helps to keep your nation's finances within check you can keep a check on how much you are spending how much you are how much you are taking money and all this debt can be used to fund the united states operation it can be military it can be financial it can be anything you know any government function can be funded by this debt now this debt ceiling also improves the efficiency of the government to fund social security, uh, say universal health care in the in United States sense, it's Medicare. So this debt will kind of oblige the government to focus the money on these welfare programs because they have taken the money to fund these welfare programs. And if they don't fund these welfare programs, investors will never ever give them back the money. Even if they pay them back, they will never lend them back again because if you do something, if you're taking a car loan and you go and buy a expensive Rolex watch, obviously bank will never trust you again because that was a car loan. You bought Rolex out of it. That's not how loan works. So bond is somewhat a loan that people give the government. So you cannot just go and fund something else just because you felt that that was the right decision. So taking money for Medicare, vaccine procurement or anything, and if they go and put it on military, it will literally just break the trust of the lenders and the credit rating may fall automatically as a consequence of that but there are also some cons for this debt ceiling the cons are that you have to continuously raise your debt ceiling okay now it it has it has come to a point where you have to literally sell off your entire entire nation i mean the entire gdp to pay back your debt and even after that your debt may not be paid back currently the East, the GDP of the United States is somewhere around 23 trillion dollars whereas the debt is 28 trillion dollars so still you cannot pay back your debt even after even if you kind of accumulate all of your GDP which in sense is not possible because GDP is not the money a country has it's the total of all the ac- economic activities that happened within a country if you want to know more about GDP, I had made a podcast on that, so you can ha- have, a, have a look at that too. The second con is that the risk of default and failure to pay interest to bondholders lowers the credit rating of the country, which again, as I said, that if you default, you lose your credit rating and if you lose your credit rating. Your, your interest increases your cost of the entire debt also increases and overall it's a very bad thing to happen if you default on your loan so never default on your loan in general and also the country also knows that we should never be defaulting on our loan and one more thing is that there, there is always this kind of debate between economists that is this really necessary is this debt ceiling really necessary because honestly there are only two countries in the world that have this debt ceiling then why do we need it in the first place now this comes to that this leads me to the last point of this podcast is what is my opinion on the debt ceiling crisis i don't think the united states will be failing on its debt it never has and a country failing on debt is highly rare. It has never happened in the history. Yeah, I mean, some, con- some, some kings may have defaulted on their loans in the past, but those were not countries. So since the Second World War, there was no country that has defaulted on its loans. Second thing, whether debt ceiling is needed or not. Well, unless it is use as a thing that keeps in check the country's economy it's okay but uh, it also has it also restricts you to a point where you cannot even f- take more money if you need it for something so suppose you urgently you need to fund medicare badly because it's crumbling and because you have reached a debt ceiling so unless it's raised you cannot get money and that will impact people who do not have health insurance in the first place so I think that this debt ceiling is not a way to go okay because all the countries around the world take debts and you should not be constrained on how much debt you should take because if it's used for the welfare of the people then that debt that debt is justified. But that also does not mean that you keep on taking debt to a point where you cannot pay them back. That happened with Greece and what happened with Greece, I will be talking about that in the future podcast. So stay tuned. If you like this podcast for, for whatsoever reason, do hit the follow button to the on pod on Spotify. And also if you're listening on, on anchor, please do consider leaving a voice message. I I try to check them out. And if you have any questions, any queries or anything, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can also message on Anchor. Anchor has that uh, facility where you can message and we, and uh, if you like this, do consider a follow. It would help me a lot. Thank you so much. And see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.